Oh yeah, baby. It's Monday, June 24th, 2019. And it's time for Backdoor Cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm here with Brad Key. What's good? What's up, Micah? What's good, Doc? It's another day in paradise, my friend. Ooh, it feels good to be here. Let's talk some sports. How's everybody doing today? Good. Hey, we got a lot of good stuff for you to listen to today. Let's start with this backdoor cover podcast. Hey, if you never listened, we're a sports podcast. We're going to talk some sports. Sports. That's right. Hey, uh, we're going to talk the NBA. We're going to talk the NBA awards. We're going to talk about the lack of sports. We're going to talk NFL. We got a few things to talk about. There's something for you. Give it a listen. Should be a quick one today. Also, if you want to hear more from Brad and I, also uh, nominally talking about sports, you should listen to Micah's Read of the Week. If you're listening to this now, this episode is live on the Mind of Micah feed. Brad, tell the people about our conversation last week that we recorded that we're uh, releasing today. We talked a little AF, a little history of AF. You bet we talked about we you bet Playboys who started AF. We talked about old cranky men who are involved in AF. And we talked about the dissolution. That's right. Aff. Today's Mike is of the week is about the Ameri- the Alliance of American Football, the AAF, which is a league we talked about a lot here on Backdoor Cover, uh, mostly just to make fun of. There was a piece on ESPN.com last week about it, and it was hilarious. Uh, story of uh, cocky men and uh, nonsensical things, the voice. There was a lot going on there. It was really good. So Brad and I talked about it. It is now live on Mind of Micah. Mind of Micah. Check it out wherever podcasts are found, wherever you listen. Uh, plus, we've got uh, we've got backdoor cover coming your way. Hey, here's what I, here's what I need from you, my people. We would love to hear from you guys because we are now coming into the uh, the sports wasteland. You know, I probably shouldn't be admitting this on a sports podcast, but it's it's the truth. We want to hear from you. What should we be talking about? 800-392-6344. That's our hotline. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Save it in your phone. Call us. Give us your takes. Uh, tell us what's obscure sports we should be watching. Let us know what we should be excited about. Because I went to ESPN.com this morning, and the top headline reads, African soccer wants action against Cameroon. Riveting. Do you have any idea what the fuck that means? I got nothing. Great. I'm not gonna ever have nothing though. On I actually did open the link. Just I mean, like that is that's not a joke. That is the top story on ESPN.com right now. African soccer wants action against Cameroon. Uh, Do is this men's soccer? Is it women's soccer? I found out it is in uh, reaction to the women's World Cup going on right Ah. now. Apparently, Cameroon lost a match 3-0 to zero and then complained so badly about the referees that their African soccer, you know, ma- uh, managing body wants them to, like, apologize. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's how boring things are in sports right now, which is a shame because uh, we've got a couple hours to fill each week. But The only person who could make that funny is you, buddy. Thank you. You did it. African soccer wants action against Cameroon. So either you can go to ESPN.com and read the the riveting headlines, or you can listen to us, and you can tell us what you want to hear about. So uh, we got NBA uh, Summer League starts up in a, in a week or two, which I know that's not the most exciting thing yes, it is. in the scheme of things, it's but it's my pretty favorite dope. Thing. I will be saying the DVR for, for NBA TV for like the next, you know, for an entire week. I'm not setting the DVR. I'm going to be watching NBA Summer League at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday. That's me. Hell yeah. It's my favorite thing because it's always on all day long while you're at work. So I can just kind of put it on in the background, look up, see see what's going on with Zion. It's fun, man. That's I it. wish we were there. We need to go to that one Next year. Next year. Yeah. We say that every it, year. We, the only thing is every time I'm like, that sounds like such a good idea. And then I go look at the heat index in Las Vegas uh, right now, and it's like one bazillion. It's a degrees, you're like yeah. your eyeballs literally fry in your head when you walk outside, and you're like, ah, maybe I'll watch. But on it's television. a dry heat, allegedly. Oh, I've been there. You, I'm, I'm telling you, your eyes like dry out. You have to like close your eyes. You have to blink more out there. Uh, shouts it's to hot. our Vegas residents. If anybody in Vegas uh, wants to put us up for the summer league, Brad and I will hop on a plane tomorrow. We'll be there. Uh, that's that's kind of the the big stuff. If you're into baseball, which many of you are. 
Uh, last week, we recorded another episode with Titan High, El Gars, and Peter the Irish Guy. That podcast is the best thing we got going right now for sports. It is. It's It's really good. So if you like baseball, go back and listen to that. They previewed uh, the Sunday night game, which is now of no use to you if you're listening to this Monday. But (laughs) you should go listen to it. It was uh, drunken drunken fun. Hey, uh, one other thing. We, as I mentioned, we have a hotline, 800-392-6344. We have one hotline call. It's from a familiar voice, and here it is. Michigan hits dingers. Let's go, Blue. Here we go. Natty's National Championship. Three-game series. Let's do it. Michigan's going to win. Sorry, Micah. Bye-bye. Hey, do you remember that call that came in that was like, What's the best two sport athlete? It was a it was a Michigan call, and he was like, "What is the best college with two sports?" Was that from Will from Michigan, yeah, or is that another crazy Michigan, Michigan person? No, it was, they're all Will from Michigan. You think so? Huh? Yeah. Well, now you've got three well, sports, Michigan. I play that call because our our co host on Titan High, El Gars, the infamous El Gars, uh, played at Vandy, as we talked about, and uh, it is now Vandy versus Michigan for the national championship. Two out of three in the college wow. world series. So. Uh, hopefully, we will get Titan High back together this week, and we will have an extensive preview of what that national championship two out of three series looks like. So I don't know if you saw on Instagram stories, but Peter the Irish guy and El Gars got a party bus and went to some place called Odessa this weekend. Odessa Not this is weekend. A, Odessa is a band. Yes, they went there last night. And on a Sunday. Yeah, there's like fireworks going off, and you can hear people like going, ooh, and you can just hear the the probably mind-altering substances they've consumed to watch this on a Sunday night. And, you know, it just, that's a hard life, man. So hopefully we can get them back. Well, yeah, hopefully they, they survived last night. No, None of us have actually spoken to it. They're pretty resilient. It just takes a couple days for them to pull it together. <laughs> well, that's, we sure hope so. Hey, uh, thoughts and prayers. Let's talk a little bit of NBA. The NBA awards are tonight. Yes. And Brad and I are going to go through and talk about these here in a minute. But before we do... Let's uh, let's go through a few NBA headlines. Okay. Uh, we talked last week, if you're interested in uh, about the top, if you want to sound like you know what you're talking about, uh, you know, that's always a dangerous disclaimer around us. But the NBA, the biggest NBA free agent storyline is obviously Kawhi Leonard. Where does he go? It changes the whole balance of power in the entire league. Uh, Kawhi is expected to decline his option. He has a one-year option. I think he did decline it. Uh, I keep reading that he ha- he's expected. To. Oh, really? I saw some um, some headline that was he declined it, but that doesn't mean he's not still considering. Oh, it. actually, oh, here's the the new one as of today. Yeah. He declined his player option. I saw that. This so morning, yeah. he is now officially a free agent. But that uh, doesn't mean he's not coming back. It just that means right. he wants more money if he's going to stay. Right, and a longer deal. I mean, mm-hmm. he can now get a, a max. Uh, probably not a super max because he got traded, but that's a whole other story. Uh, the headlines I keep reading are that he has seriously considered re-signing with the Raptors. Uh, so we'll see. I, I think, if I had to bet, I think that's probably where he ends up now. The Raptors? Yeah. Really? That's my guess. I don't know. I wasn't that. expecting that out of you. I was expecting Los Angeles Clippers out of you for some reason. No, although uh, there are a lot of people in L.A. would like to see that because uh, there are two billboards that have popped up around Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw those two. That say, Kawhi, King of SoCal. Because as, as you recall, before the Golden State series, New Balance, which is still Kawhi's sponsor, yeah, uh, put up billboards in like Oakland that said, the king of the north is coming. And now it's just the king of SoCal. It's Do really lame billboard. Do you think that that's an entirely unrelevant, too late reference to king of the north from the, the show Game of Thrones? Do you yes. think that that's, how, like, that's an uninspired attempt at it's still very capturing uninspired. that? And if you look at the billboard, like it's... It's like bad. It's just, it's a bad design. It's bad. It's a bad billboard. <laughs> is there a dragon on it? There's not a dragon. That's good. At least that's Shouts that. to Kawhi, uh, who's about to get paid. Kawhi is a lot like Bran, who is, is now the king of uh, Game uh, of Thrones. nerd talk doesn't mean anything. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I should mention. Chinese, I'm speaking to you. I should mention, of course, that uh, uh, if you want to know everything about free agency, or at least the biggest storylines, we talked about that on Friday's episode. So right. go back in the archives, check out uh, last Friday's episode, so you can uh, yeah, that'll be relevant for a little while at least. Yeah, yeah, you, you know what's going on, what where the moving parts are uh, in this deal. So, uh, in other NBA news, I'm I'm 
I'm seeing some headlines here. Let, let me just run through some yeah, of them. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, Chris Paul denies asking for a trade. He says he's happy in Houston. I don't think it's his decision to make if he's going to be in town anymore. I'm Have you heard the that. whole drama going on in Houston, though? Uh, enlighten me. So it's I can do this pretty quickly, actually. I just listened to a podcast all about it. So first of all, they fired like three-fourths of D'Antoni's staff, like his supporting coaching staff, and they're kind of like restructuring that whole program, but they're, they're keeping D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a ton of news about butting heads between Harden and Chris Paul. And it's at one point, somebody said something about the relationship being unrepairable. Yes, I remember this. Now, there's talk about Jimmy Butler being their primary target for free agent acquisitions. And there's kind of like some some backtracking on the uh, the hate or whatever, the, the, the butting heads of Chris Paul and James Harden. They're trying to keep it all together. And it sounds like they actually might have a pretty good shot at landing Jimmy Buckets, although I'm not positive about that part. Um, it sounded like that was still in the early f- stages, but that was something that they had targeted. Uh, I was reading it about it in uh, the Houston Chronicle. But anyhow, something like that is where we're at. Yeah, there was a story, gosh, three weeks ago about how yeah. everyone was on the table. Uh, yes, I remember. And everyone, so, including Harden. You know, it's not good. It's never good for team morale when, when it leaks. that. And Houston, that organization leaks things to the media all the time. Yeah, uh, as you recall, like I think after the first game of the Golden State series, they leaked some report that they had commissioned about how the Golden State gets more calls than anybody else. Like they are everything that comes out of Houston. Like they, and I've heard interviews with Daryl Morey, their GM, where none of their trades ever get leaked before they happen. But when things do leak, I'm very sure that they happen for a reason. You think that they and did so? It perhaps purposely. that was either a miscalculation to leak that we're, everyone's on the table or they're doing it on purpose to see, you know, maybe where people them. really are. I mean, be like, maybe, hey, man, if you really hate each other, we're everyone's on the table now, so keep talking some yeah, shit I mean, if you really, see what happens. That's right. Everyone's on the table, and if Chris Paul really hates Harden, maybe he stands up and says, I want to go somewhere else. So he's denied that. We'll see what that means. Uh, the Big Three kicked off this weekend. Brad, Ooh, I love the Big Three. I didn't know that. I, sh- I need to go catch up on who yeah, won. Yeah, they're, they're playing on Saturdays and Sundays this year. So wow. every weekend is... Two cities, Saturday and Sunday. And it used to just be Sundays, right? Or Wednesdays yeah, or something. Sundays. Uh, yeah, just If Sundays. I remember. So now they get two days and they're a weekend as opposed to a weekday, one day. So they, they got good ratings the first year, Well, they were. to say. Well, this is the third year now. Okay. Uh, this is year three <laughs> for the big three. It's okay, Brad. I'm you, quite educated. You haven't been keeping up. I haven't either. I Anyway, they are coming to Houston or to Dallas and San Antonio this year, and Brad and I will be there. Uh, if anyone from the big three is listening, we would like upgraded VIP tickets. But we will be there. We need to go do an, an episode so dope. live from yeah, I San went Antonio last year Boardwalk to Houston, and it's it's just awesome. Riverwalk, not the Boardwalk. Oh, the Riverwalk, yeah, that dirty little creek, as Charles called yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the headline from this weekend's action is Josh Smith and Royce White got ejected after a scuffle at the Big Three Open. Wow, those are How some about names. Those names, huh? Yeah, Josh Smith. You know, Josh Smith came in the league the same year as Jr. Really? They both came straight out of high school. Yeah, I remember that. I just didn't realize JR. And they were in the dunk contest. Josh Smith won at least one dunk contest. At least. Two. And he had a stroke for days. And, and he's he was now, big and he was good. Yeah. And he, he remember played they for the Rockets like two years a, ago and, and made a run, I think. I forgot what the nickname he, they came up with him was, but it was because he could fill a stat sheet up with like five of every single category. Uh, steals, assists, rebounds, points, blocks. Yeah, like he was uh, considered the most versatile of all players during his era. So... Interesting to hear that he has made it into the big three. I'm gonna have to check that out, man. Uh, Royce so White. The, Royce White. You remember? Is he him. the guy from Iowa State? He's the guy from a, Iowa the, State who the, the Rockets took. He's the got second mental round. problems. He's a little and bit yes, crazy. He tried to sue good. the league. He wanted mandatory mental issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like a, a major. So he's, he's young, one of the most talented guys coming out. Uh, I mean, he's got to be at least thirty. No, I think you have to be thirty to be in the. Uh, oh, the really? You can't. I may be, be in wrong before about that. <laughs> They're like the the uh, PGA Champions League. You have to be fifty to play. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the rule is thirty. It's I, a it senior have, league. It was last year anyway. That's um, hilarious. And so there's something there. I can't wait for the first high schooler to uh, forego playing college basketball so he can play in the Big Three for a year before going to the NBA. That's going to be something. Now that would—that's the way you get. That's you increase, how you really uh, do it. Just tear up some old ass, washed up dudes in the big three, and then you know make your. You still get the highlights. You still get like your your FaceTime on TV in the Americas. So well, Royce White is twenty eight. So maybe they've I changed. I told you, the age man, he's limits. young. 
Uh, well, Young is a youngish. Yeah, that's uh, all maybe they've the, changed the, the perspective. Age limits. I don't know. I still want Tim Duncan in this league, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, He'd have to really there was also get clips. audited by the IRS or something for well, him. Yeah. Well, he did have several low. million dollars stolen from him from an old advisor. That was a story about five years ago. Oh yeah. Um, in other news, big three news. There was video of uh, another blast from the past. Greg Oden Ooh. just throwing hammering dunks in the big three and dominating. He has absolutely no ligaments in his knees. He's just walking around on bone on bone. Poor bastard. I guess it works if you're in a half court. He's though. 31, by the way. He's the same age as as. Uh, yeah, but he his knees are Durant. shot. Oh yeah, of course. But he was in the same draft as Kevin Durant. They both came out after their uh, freshman year, right? Yeah, eight point six rebounds and three assists. They lost. He plays for the Aliens now. Joe Johnson now plays Ooh. in the uh, the big three. Man, they got some names in that league. Joe Johnson uh, tournament. It's really fun. And then, like, all the coaches are first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah. When you went, you're like, there's Dr. J. Like, there's Rick Barry. There's, I mean, it's pretty wild to just be around royalty. I'm serious. We're going to this shit. Yeah. You're in, right? Yeah. It's coming to San, maybe we'll go to San Antonio and Dallas. Some other headlines around the league. Uh, Danny Green on potential Raptors visit to the Trump White House. <laughs> Quote, hard no. I think that's all you need to know there. Uh, Zion Williamson apparently celebrated getting drafted with a pizza party. Oh, that's and tight. Pizza's tight. Brad Brad loves pizza. There's only one way to get uh, to 285 pounds from 260, and that's eating excessive amounts of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. Or maybe some crawfish and some gumbo. That'll get you there, too. Yeah. Some and, hand grenades. Uh, the only... Uh, D'Angelo Russell... There's video that I sent Brad uh, today. We should probably put this up on. Yeah, on definite cover. repost. D'Angelo Russell is he has his his youth basketball camp going this week. You know. Yes. Kudos to him, even though he tried to bring weed through an airport and he's <laughs> kind of a moron and he uh, he was snitching on you know got run swaggy out of Lakers. Yeah, on Swaggy, which who cares because Swaggy's a loser. Um, but D'Angelo Russell uh, is just crossing up little kids. And dunking on him and just humiliating them in his, in his basketball camp just in like front of LeBron. everyone else there, yeah, yeah, uh, just uh, just putting little kids down. The headline reads one that at a time. D'Angelo Russell may be open to a return to the Lakers now that Magic Johnson is gone. That would require significant um, moves. Probably they'd have to, you know, I, that's sort of He'd implied have to agree as to Kyrie, a very reduced salary to what he's available to. I mean, I'm sure he's under contract right now. I don't. He's not a free agent. Yeah, I think that. He is free. Or is he not? Oh, you're no, right. You're I, right. I think the, the, the reason why I was confused is, is that they would trade him because they're trying to get Kyrie. That's right. right. They're That's trying right. to get Kyrie and that they would they would trade uh, D'Angelo. I bet he's got a pretty friendly contract, if, actually. If, if I'm Brooklyn, him. I don't want that. I'm, I'm hanging with D'Angelo Russell, even though he's a moron. Um, <laughs> he's been very good. Last year, at least. Well, we'll talk about him in the NBA Awards uh, after we talk about our friends over at ExpressVPN. Nice segue. Thank you. Hey, admit it, Brad. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers won't grab your passwords or credit card details, but guess what? You'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. Like one that says, King of SoCal. That's why I decided to take action to protect myself from cyber criminals. I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN secures your internet browsing data by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection takes only one click. This is easy, even if you don't know what uh, you know encrypting data or hiding public IP addresses means. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely, and here's where this is what it means. I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. It's a peace of mind. For less than $7 a month, you get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So do it right now. Protect your online activity today. Find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash backdoor. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash backdoor, one word, for three months free with a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash backdoor to learn more. Check it out, my friends. Well done. Surf safely. 
All right, it's time for the NBA, uh, the NBA awards. Uh, the show is on tonight. I, this show has sort of uh, been hit or miss. The first year it was hosted by Drake. Yeah. And he kind of roasted people, and that was funny. Last year, uh, Char- I think this thing's on TNT. So you get Charles and Kenny. It is. It's on TNT tonight at 8 o'clock. It's hosted by Shaq this year. Uh, so who knows what that means. Um Six of the awards are voted on by the by the media. MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man and Most Improved. The other awards, uh, including Executive of the Year, uh, Executive of the Year is voted on by the league's executives. Mm-hmm. The Teammate of the Year Award, whatever that is, is voted on by the players. The Sportsmanship Award is voted by the players. The NBA Cares Community Assist Award is voted by the fans and a panel of judges, which means like whoever the NBA wants it to be. Right. And the Lifetime Achievement Award, the NBA's Hustle Award and the Sager Strong Award will also be given out tonight. So, so that's all of the possible awards you could win. The six that the media votes on, which are the ones that everybody already knows about, and right. then those additionals. So we'll go through the uh, the media awards. Those are the ones that are the most important. Those are the ones that like influence what your contract types that's can right. be. It, those are the ones that influence how much money you can make as a player, too. So they're very yeah, important. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume that MVP does. I know that the more important one is generally first, second, and third team All-NBA. Which has already been which, decided. Yes, and the media ha- uh, votes on. So that's generally the one that right. you know affects money more than these, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm sure all these guys have bonuses in their contract for winning big awards, Yes, but it's not the life change. Well, life changing isn't the right term. but the, Yeah, that's been changed, but yeah, yes. You know what I'm saying. The, the big, big, big changes have happen when you can trigger those super maxes and stuff when you've been on the, the all nba teams the finalist for the mvp of course uh, maybe we should check out brad pull up the mybookie.ag lines for these the finalists for mvp are Giannis, paul george and james harden i think we can both agree paul george will not be winning this award even though he had a great season yeah sign up today get a deposit bonus at mybookie.ag promo code bdc all right we've got the odds here Giannis antetokupo minus 500 well james harden plus 225 paul george plus 5000 long odds on uh paul george yeah although george had a great year and he was better the first like three quarters of the year so he, if you remember some nagging injuries he hurt his shoulder his his shooting percentages went down he became less efficient and their team struggled mightily after that point and before that, they were kind of a juggernaut and considered a dark horse coming out of the West as somebody who could play with Golden State because they had such good defense. And then they had those two all-stars who, between George and, and uh, Russell Westbrook playing offense for them that people thought they could possibly contend with Golden State. Uh, the injury really knocked him off, though. The thing about George is that he's an ex- like an elite defender. He's up for the Defensive Player of the Year as well. And so between that with his offensive game and you know kind of his all-around abilities that's why he was really high up on the uh the mvp list there to begin with i think he's definitely fallen off at this point obviously he's plus five thousand, but that's kind of the reason why paul george is still within the conversation here well he has no chance to win nor does he deserve to win this it's war. out the question uh, is if he can contend i'm surprised for the that Giannis is, is a favorite here i I Why? believe I believe uh, James Harden's going to win this award. You do? I do. I don't think so. And I I I think he I think he should probably deserves it. I think it should be Harden as well. But I think that because he won it last year, there's like voter fatigue. There's a lot of different things that go into it. But every single person that I hear talk about this shit, yeah, the voter fatigue says, thing is real too. The, and every single analyst who actually has a vote, every single one of them's like, oh, I'm voting for Giannis. I'm voting for Giannis. I'm voting for Giannis. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing is, he was the best player on the team with the best record. And it's a it's a regular season award. And they always say that over and over again to like justify their choice. I don't know, man. It is what it is. But every single one of them that I hear says Giannis. For what it's worth, on ESPN right now, they've got uh, a piece that says everything you need to know about the NBA awards. And there's 7,400 votes. Giannis has 83%. I'm surprised by that he's such a heavy favorite, but you're probably I'm with you. right. I'm like, I'm not saying that's my, I that just would be think my Harden, choice. Harden led his team in the West. Giannis had a perfect setup for his team. He had a new coach come in and create a perfect system for him, and he thrived. He had a great year, but I think Harden still, I think that Milwaukee's pieces were probably better. uh, Definitely. Considering the number of games that, that Chris Paul missed, considering the injuries, considering where the Rockets were early in the season. I mean, Harden is just a machine and did so much. He averaged 36.1 points per game. I don't think that anyone's averaged 36 points plus, except for like two other guys in NBA history. He's This is like all-time statistical offensive output for Harden. And then there was all that stuff. Chris Paul got injured. There was like a couple of different things where Harden put everybody on his back and carried him across the finish line. I'm with you, man. I, I think Harden is the deserving candidate for this, but the, uh, the general voting public thinks otherwise. 
wise, it sounds like, because Giannis is the big time heavy favorite. Yeah, Harden averaged 36 and a half, 36.1 points. Did he lead the league in assists this year, too, like he did last year? I don't no, know. No, because he, uh, he the only last averaged 7.5, which is great. Russ Westbrook averaged 10.7. God, those numbers are even crazier. The last person to go average 36 was Michael Jordan in 86. That's what I'm saying. Who went for uh, 37. And then in the history of the league, you, you may be right. I mean, I'm sure Wilt did it 10 times. Right. But I think there's only been two players other than him who's reached that peak. Wilt did it several times. That's probably it. Probably Mike and Wilt. Yeah, that's, what that's I'm it in the history yeah. of the league. So you look at that and you're like, not only is that incredible for a season, that's all time. Like, that's only three people in the history of the league have accomplished that. I think that that should be taken into consideration when you vote on the MVP. That's just me, though. Plus, I'm a homer. I like the Rockets. And of course, I mean, Harden, let's see, he didn't lead the league in assists per game this year, but right. I, I'm going to find this. I've got oh. it here. So oh, he do? had seven and a half assists per game. He averaged two steals. He's the guy, and I think he's going to win. Although, I, you know, he'll win the Players Award, which whenever that's given, the players always seem to respect him more than any other player. Harden, of course, won the award last year. I think the award fatigue is a very real thing, as Brad mentioned. It's something that I don't think we get any other sport but the NBA. For some reason, this is something that always happens. Holy shit. He attempted 13.2 three-pointers per game. That possible? It's changing the game. That cannot be possible. Yeah. And he shot 36.8%. That volume of three-pointers and still getting near that 40% mark is just impressive. Astronomical. So you are on you're on Giannis. I'll I think take, Giannis I'll wins, Harden. but I like Harden better. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. All right, let's move on to the rookie of the year. If you got the numbers up here, this is obviously Luka Don, Doncic. Doncic or Donick? Doncic. Donkic. I don't know. I think it's a chitch. I think so, That's too. something I've learned from listening to Zach Lowe. He's very, he's the expert. And he's married to a Lithuanian, I think. I'm looking for a rookie. Okay, we got it here. Uh, Donkic. Donkic? Donkic. Thank you. Is minus 900. Trey Young, plus 300. DeAndre Ayton is plus 10,000. That's pretty good uh, value. So we're both on Luca <laughs> here. Luca's a clear favorite, but... You know, there's kind of a few things to consider when you're looking at it. And the reason why Luke is so far and away the best is because of his all-around ability. His passing, distributing, his shooting, his defense. He's just 100% the full package. Trey Young, on the other hand, is kind of like your prototype superstar. Volume three-point shooter. Interesting to watch. I don't know. I, I could see why he's in the discussion, and I definitely think that he's number two, Trey Young. He's but, a close number. Well, he's not a close number two, but he's clear. He's a clear number two. Yes. There's yeah. nobody else even close to either of them is what the deal is so yeah. it's it's those two and then plus 10,000 Doncic started Aiton. 72 games this year he played in also he started all 72 games he played in he averaged 21.2 points per game, six assists, and 7.8 rebounds. Isn't that incredible for a rookie? These are borderline all-star numbers for a rookie. And yes. A, a guy who's, who's... On a shitty team. Yeah, on a shitty I mean, team. He's, put, he's doing... I mean, to get that many assists on a team that can't His make PER baskets... PER was 19.6. That's, I think, 20 is basically all-star level. So, really impressive. So, Trey Young averaged 19 points. Donnett shot 43% from the field. He was only a 33% three-point shooter. So, he's going to get better. Well, and the thing is, looking at... Aiden's numbers, they're really pretty good, especially for a rookie. 16 points per game, 10.3 rebounds per game. He was a defensive liability. Well, that's the worst team ever. You know, th this team was, team interestingly, this year, the all-NBA, all-rookie team were the top five guys picked. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, Trey Young uh, played in 81 games. He averaged 19.1 points, 3.7 assists, and 8 rebounds. No, 3.7 rebounds and 8 assists. Good numbers. His PER 17, but nowhere close to Luka. So uh, there's not much reason to talk about this. You know, an exciting guy. Hey, uh, to, to put things into perspective with Harden's, what was it, 13 threes jacked per game? Trey Young's at 6 and Luka's at 7. So he's taking double what those dudes are shooting. Crazy. Uh, moving on. The next award is uh, obviously ES the ESPN voters have 85% going to Luca. So for whatever that's worth. Uh, the sixth man, your finalist Montrez Harrell from the Clippers, Lou Williams from the Clippers, and DeMontis Sabonis from the Pacers. So Lou is a favorite at minus 800. Sabonis is plus 600. Harrell is plus 800. Lou won. has won this award at least two other times. He won in 18 and in 15. Just I would anticipate he's going to win this award again. I mean, he averaged 20 points a game off the bench. That's incredible. That being said, Harrell had 16.6. Sabonis put up 14, but he also had a, a rebounding edge here, I'm sure. He had 9.3 rebounds per game. It's pretty good for a sixth man. But Lou Will is the GOAT sixth man. I guess it's him and uh, your boy, Baldy. Manu. Well, Manu is the greatest sixth man of all time. That, that was who I meant when I said Baldy. It's kind of fucked up, you would say. <laughs> I figured that might 
You know, I just you. saw a clip. I, on, I was trying to cut you deep, and I'm up. sorry I did. It's it. not going to work. There was a clip on Instagram uh, yesterday of you know the the year that Argentina won the gold medal in the Olympics. Uh huh. Manu hit a, a buzzer oh, beater God, at the end of the go. game. It's crazy to win the gold medal. Plus, they beat America. First ballot. What's Lou Williams ever done in international basketball? Get the fuck out of here. Don't you dare <laughs> compare Manu to Lou Williams. But shouts to Lou Will. He's going to win, and Brad and I both think he's probably probably the guy. I, he's the heavy favorite, and he should be. Yeah. Uh, let's talk defensive player of the year. Uh, your finalists, Giannis, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert. Uh, what, who's the betting favorite? Rudy's here, in here, too, right? Rudy Gobert? Yeah. Giannis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert. Oh, okay. Who's the betting favorite? You know what you said? You said Giannis, Paul George, Antetokounmpo. That's why I was confused. I did not say Antetokounmpo. The shit's on the record. We can f- go back it's, and listen. Uh, we can rewind, rewind the tape. Okay, so anyhow. Rudy Gobert. Rudy that Gobert. That does not sound like Antetokounmpo. So this one's kind of an interesting thing to take a look at. Let's check who the favorites are here on, on mybookie.ag. Shockingly, Rudy Gobert is a favorite at minus 400. Antetokounmpo. Gobert won the award last year. Mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo is plus 300. Paul George is plus 900. That's kind of surprising to me. I figured that Gobert would be the in the third slot of the three players because I thought that people would give Paul George a nod because of how good his season was up to the, to the point where he got injured, which was pretty late in the season, honestly. Mm. Um, but not so much. He's definitely in the, the, the far far back third place. Um, Gobert is an incredible defender, but I mean, that's why Giannis is the favorite to win the MVP because of his defensive prowess, right? Yeah, I think there may be, if if we look at this from a sort of a storyline perspective. They can't give him both MVP and, do they ever do that? What's the, I wonder what the... I think Michael Jordan probably did that. I'm sure he did. I could be wrong, but um, I think there's probably some voters out there that says, I can't give Paul George my MVP vote I'm going to give him my rookie or my defensive player of the year vote. That's what I think too. Um, and they're like, Rudy got it last year, voter fatigue. And they're like, Giannis is MVP, voter fatigue. I think Rudy still wins, or uh, I think Rudy Gobert wins the award, the Stifle Tower. Mm. It's a good pick because I don't think Giannis can win both. And to be clear, Paul George played in 77 games this year. He was hurt, but he didn't. He wasn't hurt enough to miss games. He, but his he, numbers suffered is what the problem yeah, was. No, he was. And the team he had fell some, off. Some sort of. It was his shoulder. Um, the lagging injuries slowed him down, but nagging. he's still a tough guy. Nagging is what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Gobert here. Let's look at some of his statistics per game. Uh, 2.3 blocks per game. 12.9 total rebounds. Uh, he's got .8 steals. Gobert played in 81 games this year. Which is the most out of any of these three players. Paul George played 77. Uh Giannis played 72. Um, you know, it is what it is. Giannis so who, do you, plays, who do you like to win this award? I mean, I would take Giannis if he wasn't favored to win the MVP. Well, he is. So I know. Who so, are you taking? So, therefore, I th- Tough guy. Eh, see, but I think Giannis takes it. I'm going to take Giannis. Okay, so we got some... Uh, a little parody. A little parody here. Okay. You writing these down, by the way? Yeah. Perfect. I can't spell Giannis's name to save my life. Just do a GIA. Next we'll up, most valuable or uh, most improved player. The most improved player. Your finalists are De'Aaron Fox from Sacramento, D'Angelo Russell from uh, Brooklyn, and Pascal Siakam, Spicy P, for the Raptors. Now, of course, we should mention these awards are voted on at the end of the regular season, even though they're being announced tonight. If they were done at the end of the playoffs, Pascal Siakam would clearly be the unanimous choice. Well, that's or close to it. It's funny about this because of the odds. So Pascal is the like heavy, 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 heavy favorite here. At, really? Uh, yeah, minus sixteen hundred. D'Angelo Russell is in second with plus four hundred. De'Aaron Fox is third at plus five thousand. So how that is possible or why that is the I don't know. I'm with you though. If it was voted on and the odds were based on what happened towards the end of the regular season, I would think this would be a much, 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 much closer race, wouldn't you? I'm. I think D'Angelo Russell's going to win this war tonight. You do. I do. Huh. I think De'Aaron Fox is just as, is in just as good a position. Yeah, but he didn't take a team to the playoffs. That's true. I mean, D'Angelo Russell took a team that's been terrible for years back to the playoffs, and he was a guy that, from a storyline perspective, if you're a sports writer, he's a guy that the Lakers gave up on. They they took yeah. they took the the circus of the Ball family over this guy. 
He goes to Brooklyn. He's in the biggest media market in the country. And he brings that team back, a team that was that had been miserable and no fun and sucked and made them fun to watch and took them all the way to the playoffs. To be fair, the Kings would have got to the playoffs if they were in the East. Kings were really pretty good this year. And that was entirely due to De'Aaron Fox. I'm just saying, you're right, and they are not in the East, so therefore they did not make the playoffs. So that point is moot. But it's something worth even noting. If they had been, they would have taken Brooklyn's spot, I would imagine. But, D'Angelo Russell uh, says, quote, I love this city, opens up about Brooklyn, and declines free agency talk. Ooh. So for, oh, talk, uh, he is a restricted free agent. At the moment. Okay, so here are the statistics. D'Angelo Russell, 21.1 points per game. De'Aaron Fox, 17.3 points per game. Pascal Siakam, 16.9 points per game. They All three of them, uh, well, Fox played 81, Russell played 81, Siakam played 79 games. I, so, I have 80 here on basketball reference. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I was looking at, sorry, game started. Uh, 81, 81, 80, you're correct. Um... So yeah, I mean, obviously Russell had the uh, the points total, champion, whatever you want to call it. Assists wise, Russell had seven. Well, Fox and of had course, 7. this 3. is the most improved player. So it, I think it's either D'Angelo Russell. You have to Pascal look at uh, Russell went from fifteen point five points to twenty one points per game. Uh, Siakam, if you want to say most improved, went from seven point three to sixteen point nine. So his improvement may be more. That's true. That's generally not what this award is given to, for, though. I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain because this award isn't... It, you would think it would be a person who, had, who, obviously, there's great improvement, but your team gets vastly better because of your contributions from one year to the next. And that's why I think De'Aaron Fox is still within that conversation. He went from 11.6 points to 17.3 points. I mean, he kind of has my vote because I... I liked De'Aaron Fox. I thought he was the most like interesting of the three players. But, I mean, it's it's pretty clear at this point, Siakam, if you take into account postseason stuff, which you're not supposed to, I don't know, man. I, I'm with you. I think Russell well, you should win. Now okay. that I've thought this all through out loud in front of America, I'm sorry for that word vomit. If you look at the advanced numbers, okay, uh, the VORP, the value over a replacement player, mm. Uh, D'Angelo Russell went from 0.5 last year to 3.3 this year, which is a, a, a 2.8 jump. On some in very board. arbitrary and, number that I, well, makes that, no sense to my brain, but well, yes. that's fine. And, uh, I'm we a little talked too about, dumb for We it. talked about VORP with uh, Titan High in baseball the I other day. I thought they were saying war. Well, it, oh, that was wins over replacement. This is value. Okay, oh. you're, same th- same idea. Yeah, but the concept you're is right. the same, right? Siakam, I didn't get it then either. Siakam doubled his 1.7 to 3.5, but it's technically less. I don't know. I'm on D'Angelo Russell. I think he... He's he the best story for sure. ...did more. Um, and especially for Brooklyn, who's just been the whipping post... Just of terrible. The, ...of like every story about trades for the last decade because how bad Prokhorov... Who do you think is going to win? I think you're... I'm with you. I think it's oh, got to be Russell. All right. I, but Go to my, mybookie.ag. You can make some money on this. Mybookie.ag. Yeah, those guys BDC. have some good odds. Yeah. My vote would be for uh, De'Aaron Fox, personally, though. I liked him okay. the best. Uh, let's talk Coach of the Year, the last award we'll talk about today. Okay. Uh, Budenholzer with the Bucks, Mike Malone with the Nuggets, Doc Rivers with the Clippers. So Budenholzer is the favorite at minus 400, Rivers at plus 300 with the Clippers, and Mike Malone at plus 800. Malone was with the Nuggets, right? Yes. Yeah. So interesting. The Nuggets award, had the biggest this award, jump, right? Oh, I guess uh, I'm sure the Bucks did too. I don't know exactly, yeah. but uh, I guess we we could search this. Shit, all three of them really outdid what you expected of the, them. Doc did a great job. I mean, that team was in the basement, and they ended up like and they traded their best player at mid, you know, at the deadline, and right. Still made the playoffs and 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 won. I mean, you oh, can't won a talk couple games versus games, Golden but State, but they did win two postseason games. I think that um, I think coaches. First-year coaches have an advantage in this traditionally. Right. Guys that get there for a year and turn things around, that's kind of how it works. Uh, Budenholzer won this award in 2015, his first year in Atlanta. Steve Kerr won it his first year in Golden State. Mike D'Antoni won it his first year with Houston. Dwayne Casey won it uh, last year and then got fired. 
uh, Budenholzer, now his first year in Milwaukee. I think he wins this award. Mike Malone might be getting docked, too, because they have they tanked a little bit at the end of the year, if you remember, to like get their statistics. Uh, I don't think anybody cares about that. I, I do, man. I think if you if you try to lose games on purpose so that you can enhance your seating so that you don't see certain people, I think that would be a knock against you. I think that's good coaching, though. I don't think any I of, think that's only, smart strategy, I mean, definitely. The thing is, Budenholzer is the biggest. It's cut and dry. The upgrade from Jason Kidd to Mike Budenholzer is the biggest in the league. Absolutely. But how much credit does he get because Jason Kidd had a talented roster and maybe the best best player in basketball and had a terrible system? Right. So Budenholzer came in and put a perfect system in place, and he deserves credit for that. But would the average NBA coach put in a a near-perfect system? Probably. (laughs) It would certainly be better. We're talking about value over replacement coach now. I mean, Budenholzer did a good job, but is is he the coach of the year? Yeah, he probably wins it. Well, I, I think Mike Malone, for me, would be my coach of the year. Right. He's I mean, they had the most impressive unheralded season out of the West. And that they would run up and be the number two seed out of the West, when which they, no they one saw coming. they make the playoffs coming. last year? I don't think they I, no, did. No, they didn't. They didn't make the playoffs. And they came in, they, had, they have a unique system where they have a, a big... A, That's a, the most important. That's like the they impressive. have the most creative system of all of these. You could yes, you had to figure out a way for your best player, a center, your offense through a seven footer. Like no, nobody's ever done that. It's very difficult. So the last guy, Doc Rivers, you have to take into account that he stopped playing so much golf and started coaching his team. Yeah, Doc and Doc did a great job with a team <laughs> that didn't have and and as I mentioned, they traded their best player at the All Star break and still made a run. He uh, should be Doc, playoffs. man. Like he took like two years off. He just like was not trying and then he came back and tried so it is impressive what he did but it's unimpressive what he didn't do the for the two years prior to that so i, I don't you're know being a little hard on doc, doc but i'm sorry doc i not mean i hurt he your was feelings, also running the running the team and doing all sorts of stuff he, he had too and much he had to trade his son and all the shit uh i think budenholzer wins um, indeed it's just an easier story to tell but, but uh, mike malone deserves all the credit mike malone's got our vote mike malone is the bdc vote but yeah, Dude's, Bud's Mike Malone, it. congratulations. You are the backdoor cover coach of the year. We'll send you a mouse pad. Yeah, mouse pad in the mail. <laughs> Deal closers only coming your way. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations, coach. Hey, I, no matter what happens, all these guys make big money, and I'm sure they're sleeping pretty easy. Uh, they, they can all afford any mattress they choose, and the mattress they should choose is the Lisa mattress. They'd get better Or perhaps... Sleep. The luxury Sapira mattress Ooh. made by Lisa, which Brad and I both sleep on. Everyone knows that important rest is in the single most important thing you can do to, to live a better life. Lisa's the foundation of a healthier, happier you. All Lisa products have been thoughtfully designed to go beyond creating a comfortable bed and to transform your bedroom into a sanctuary you want to spend time in. Who doesn't want that? You know everything about Lisa. We talk about it all the time. Lisa mattresses are made in the USA. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell Uh through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 33,000 mattresses. That's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a mattress that otherwise wouldn't be, thanks to our friends at Lisa. Plus, you can get the Superior mattress, which Brad and I sleep on. Probably Mike Malone. I don't know. Uh, You don't have to borrow your friend's truck to go to a mattress store, because, God, that sounds terrible. Just don't do that. Yesterday, uh, I had lunch at uh, Top Notch. Mm-hmm. Up on Burnett Road. And I realized that the mattress guys with three Zs, mm-hmm. the store that Brad and I both bought mattresses from like 10 years ago, yes, uh, was there. And I had a flashback to like having to negotiate with these dudes that were mattress salesmen. And then I and went then, back and re- did mine too. Yeah, we had I to buy a truck. My, uh, yeah, I, I had to borrow Brad's truck. And then we got him a mattress. And then we, it was just, and it was way up north. I don't know how we ended up there. Back then, I drove that Mazda, so my the bed barely yeah, the fit in truck. it. Yeah, little it, baby truck. We were afraid the, the mattress is going to fly out the back the whole time. We, uh, we don't have the correct bungee cords, the whole thing. Don't do any of that. Just go to lisa.com slash bdc. And if you go there, uh, you can live a healthier, happier life by resting deeper. Order today. Get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash bdc. Use promo code bdc. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash bdc. Promo code bdc. Keep in mind, you also get a 100-night risk-free, risk-free free trial, plus free shipping and free returns. Just, it's unbeatable. Lisa.com slash BDC, save 15%. The, the mattress sales guy is not going to give you 
You're not going to be able to bring that mattress back on night 99. I trust. I I know that for a fact. Lisa wins mattress provider of the year on the backdoor. They cover. are also the backdoor cover mattress of the year. They can't. They're not up for most improved because they're still just as good as last <laughs> year. Damn right. Hey, uh, let's talk NFL football. Oh, damn. you know we love football. Everybody loves football. Only 73 days till NFL football uh, kicks off, which is awesome. That means the preseason will be here in like. 43 days. Yeah, and that means like, like news that. and things are starting to come out. We'll have things to talk about. Yeah, sports. Football, sports. we got a lot of football. Sports, uh, football is the most important, too. Uh, can we all agree? that the, it's the, it, it, it turns the most needles. That's right. All right. Uh, did you see the video of Cam Newton? No. It went viral yesterday. What happened? He apparently offered someone $1,500 cash to sit, first, uh, sit in first class. Yeah. And a dude just said, nah, I'm not giving up this seat. Uh, the story behind this from... Reporter Andy Slater writes, wondering why a quarterback making 20 years, 20 million a year was flying coach. Cam paid for a business class seat from Paris to Charlotte, but missed his flight. His only option to fly home that day was through Dallas in regular economy class with no leg room. Whew. From Paris? Yeah. Like not Paris, Texas. No, no. Paris, France to Dallas. Oh, Christ. Could you imagine He's him huge. just sit next like to that six, guy? Three, six, four, what if you were the person who had to sit six, next six. to him? That'd be like sitting next to like a 500-pound normal-sized white guy. He just pulled out 1500 bucks, like, please let me sit here. And the guy said, nah. And then everybody around was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I wish I, I was sitting sit first with class. this guy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you had to sit next to him, you would just be screwed for like six, how many hours is that flight? Ten? It's not short. Oh, uh, that's a long way. Yes. Hey, uh, we might have a new chain of the week. Uh, Chain of the Week nominee this week. Have Is you that seen right? this? No. What, where where are you getting this from? Baker Mayfield. Oh. You're trying to take this shit to another sport. I know. It's uh, supposed to be reserved for baseball, but you know. That's right. It's part, he paid off. He lost the Rookie of the Year to Saquon Barkley. Okay. And he I apparently was very close, but I, I don't. no one cares about that. And they made a bet that they would buy, cha- the loser would buy the winner a chain. He got a giant gold chain with diamonds for Saquon quads. that just says quads on it. That's pretty tight. Look how drunk he looks. Cow. His cow. eyes are all sorts of fucked up. Oh, yeah, up. Bake is... Bake might be Bake. He's too busy talking about high, you know, high school and dogging on, on yeah, right? other college kids who he can't He better win be high careful if he's games. smoking weed in Cleveland. I don't think that's legal. Uh, probably not. not Ohio so is terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he said, quote, the chain will say quads on it, not say quads, just quads. Yeah, the two I can't extra letters to say in quads. there. The two extra letters in there cost a little bit extra money, so we'll just stick with quads. And then this this picture of this chain that is cow. That is not cheap. Cow, cow, cow. Whatever that is. Yeah, whatever that is. So shouts to uh, you could probably Saquon get a first Barkley. class seat on an airplane with that thing. Saquon Barkley's quads require a first class seat. That dude's huge. Uh, let's talk a little MMA. There was a UFC card over the weekend. Okay. And, uh, just in case you were wondering, the Korean zombie is a monster. Are you familiar with the Korean zombie? No, but I do appreciate the name. What is the Korean zombie? He is an MMA fighter. Uh, Why is he zombie? Well, he has kind of a hard to pronounce name. Mm-hmm. It is Chan Sung Jung. I guess it's not that hard. Chan Sung Jung, but everyone refers to him as the Korean zombie because he's Korean. And he just okay. comes forward like a zombie. Like he never. No, he, he just like slow paces. There is no way into the ring. Oh, he just. No, no, no. Like in the ring against his opponent. He's he always comes coming. He is just. He comes all the time. <laughs> He's always coming. Yes. Okay, he, good. Uh, nine debuts are in his nine fights since his debut in 2010. Only one has actually gone the distance. They should change so his he name. He just to- comes straight forward and either he's going to knock somebody out or he's going to get knocked out or maybe he'll get submitted. Uh, he lost to Jose Aldo in his last in 163, uh, U, UFC 163, uh, and he needed shoulder and orbital bone surgeries Ooh. after that loss because he just comes forward like a psycho. They should change his name to the Korean Ron Jeremy because he's he always took four coming. years off between 2013 and 2017 to fulfill his mandatory South Korean military service. That's manly. Yeah, not very cool though. Tough guy. He came back and won in 58 seconds last night or Jesus. on Saturday and it's just devastating. I wonder what kind of training he was doing for that four years. I don't in know. The Korean army. We're glad the, uh, that he's back. Yeah. There's some other stuff going around. Not a whole lot of other MMA news. It was pretty good. Uh, pretty good 
pretty good card is, though. So when people Henry are, Cejudo, who we talked about last week or two weeks ago, had uh, shoulder surgery over the last week. Uh, he people are there apparently won't be an interim belt, even though he won the bantamweight title. We'll see what happens there. Interesting. I'm still hung up on the Korean zombie. Like, if you are a citizen of a communist regime or whatever, did you say it was North Korea? No, 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 no. He's South Korean. Oh, South okay. Korean. I was, I was like a thriving you, democracy. Okay, okay. I was about to say, like, how do you even participate in professional sports? Like, don't they prevent you from going places if you are stuck under that? Anyhow, all a moot point because he's South Korean. Uh, onward. So that's that's pretty much it. We. We'll get to more MMA news next week, I I am sure. I saw a, some picture of um, the notorious MMA guy, whatever his name Connor is. Conor McGregor. Did he have a broke arm? What did he do to himself? Yeah, he is walking around with a broken arm in some of these photos that we're seeing. What did he do? Has, it, has the news come out yet? I, I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on that. I'm sure know. we'll cover that next. There was a bare-knuckle uh, boxing match this weekend between Polly Mag- Maganati Something like that. You, you know who this guy is? Yeah. He's the troll that that uh, Connor trolled like a hundred times harder. Yes, uh, former. Uh, I guess he's troll now a boxer, a former boxer, because he fought the Russian Hammer in uh, a former MMA fighter in a bare knuckle boxing match this weekend and lost. Was that sanctioned? That sounds illegal. It is sanctioned now. Okay. It's starting to be sanctioned in more uh, more states. There's some thought that it's safer because. <laughs> You the there's less risk of concussion because you can't punch somebody straight forward with your fist or you'll break it. Or maybe you can take less punches before you get knocked out. Perhaps that's true too. I mean, less blows equals it's less. It's more concussion. like there's sort of like cutting and like there's it's a different game because yeah. you have to cut people punch you, people with the the side of your and you they bleed, of your hand. and that's how you lose. I I don't know. That sounds fucking uh, brutal. I got a sponsored. Uh, Instagram post this this week that said like come watch bare knuckle boxing wow. at Hooters. And I forwarded it to Dave Ruff, and he said, God, can you imagine anything more depressing than going to a Hooters to watch bare-knuckle boxing? I, think I, the only thing I literally like, don't think I can. More depressing is that you're in the demographic that they're advertising to. That's true. That's, That's the, the only the thing I can think post. of. Yes. Hashtag sad. <laughs> Well, that's that's pretty much all we got. Uh, hotline. Call that a hotline. We want to hear from you. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Also, check out Mind of Mike. Featuring Brad Key talking about the AAF. It's a it's a great read. I think you'll enjoy it. Indeed. Uh, we might have the return of Boosh this weekend. Who knows? Or this week. Um, it's hard to say. Follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. We're going to put up that D'Angelo Russell video right now. So uh, check it out. You can watch him crossing up little kids just shamelessly and then dunking on them and putting them down several hundred little kids uh, in a hilarious fashion. So you, you're going to want to be a part of that. And uh, Brad, where can the people follow you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. You could also follow me where I'm more active at The Buttercut Podcast on uh, Instagram. Where can they follow you, buddy? There you go. Follow me uh, on social media at Michael Weiner. M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E. Are nice wherever you use social media. Also, uh, follow our sponsors uh, or follow check them out lisa.com slash bdc expressvpn.com slash backdoor. And hell, if you're looking to gamble, mybookie.ag promo code BDC. This has been a production of MWBK Sales and Creative or MWBK Creative and Sales, whichever you prefer. However, you like it, however, you like it, baby. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>